Star Trek, the TV program from the 60s. These are the commentaries of the siblings Alex and Sammy. Their ongoing mission? To discuss creative science fiction concepts. To examine interesting character dynamics and occasionally terrible writing. To boldly go where no podcast has gone before. That, that theme song started, and I thought I thought you were literally talking over it. I'm like, all oh, right, it, it features her voice. I was like, what are you doing? You're not letting it play. You're you're narrating it. You're literally narrating it. From like stupid. <laughs> what <a> dumb. <laughs> That's pretty stupid. <laughs> oh boy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Star Trek: The Original Sibling Podcast. We're the sibling. She's Sammy. I'm He's Alex. Alex. <laughs> I'm Alex. Yep. We're, I'm, I'm Alex. You didn't trust I'm me Alex. to provide that information. <laughs> I forget that we're on like a lag too. So there's like, uh, so so for the viewers at home, we're we're talking from across the country. I am in New York City, and Sammy is in an undisclosed location in Northern America. <laughs> <laughs> uh, exactly. And uh, so we we do these podcasts over Zoom. So there is a slight delay, which you'll the the what I most caught in the last episode when I listened back to is like one of us will make a joke and then the other one won't laugh for like a full two seconds. So so uh, <laughs> oh my god! If, if you guys are wondering why we seem so out of sync, we are literally out of sync. Oh man! Oh. One day we'll do one in person. <laughs> That'll be the day. Uh, <laughs> now we get this, and this is a lot of fun too. So, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, uh, for those who haven't been here before, this is a show where we watch episodes of Star Trek, the original series, and uh, mostly make fun of it. Uh, we mostly make fun of it for being old. <laughs> like, ah, you're from the 60s. Look, it's, it's better than it sounds. Just hang in there, guys. It, it's a lot of fun. We got a lot of segments, which you're about to see. So, welcome to the show. You know what I was just watching, uh, like... A couple hours ago before we started this. I, I haven't finished it yet, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, First Man Into Space. Um, it's a sci-fi from, the, from 1959, but it was, it's interesting because, like, I guess it gave me a bit of perspective just on, like, you know, the, how long ago Star Trek, the original series, was. Because they're, yeah. they're talking about, so he goes, his spaceship, you know, goes into space for the first time. And he's talking mm-hmm. about uh, it, the scientist has to get on the like phone with him and explain like what you're experiencing is like there's no gravity in space. Like he has to like explain what that is to oh, the guy. Rad. Like that was like I, I hadn't considered that because like I think 59 we sent up Sputnik right, and that's like I think the first thing we ever sent to space. For my oh, I love that you said we because you know Americans we. back then were not thinking in terms of we. But yes, we right. as a collective I, I'm human a, we race, the human race. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> Those those damn Russians sent up that... Uh, that <laughs> the Ruskies. <laughs> it's not a rocket. I don't know what you call it. it maybe it was a rocket. Who knows? But anyway, they sent that up. But I was I mm-hmm. think before that, we had never sent anything to space. So it was like... So, so prior to that, the whole idea of gravity not existing in space was, I guess, still theoretical, essentially. Like, Ooh, kind of crazy to think about. Or just about. not common like, knowledge. Yeah, yeah certainly um, not common knowledge, yeah. But we probably... On the same like, note... Do we prove that before we left earth like oh yeah definitely can't really yeah. but that might have that wasn't common knowledge for like the viewers you know it was definitely yeah. common knowledge among astronauts and scientists yeah, certainly the astronaut going into space should have been informed of that in, in the context of the movie <laughs> Didn't but i was gonna to say to him. 
<laughs> Along the same lines, I love, um, I think it's in, it's in a James Bond movie, and I think it's um, the one with Halle Berry. Moonraker? Anyways, oh, whatever. Die Another Day? Die Another Day, I think. Um, but there's a part where Q is, like, showing him all of their, like, tech and stuff, and he's like, this car uses a global positioning satellite, otherwise known <laughs> as a GPS. <laughs> like, it's really cool tech. <laughs> like, wow, is this something Q invented? This is... <laughs> It's, it's really crazy funny. how fast things like, get dated. Right, it's insane. Like, uh, well, and, you know, as far as dated too, you got Shatner's opinions on things are pretty dated. But then, uh, uh-huh. which of course, you know, and he tweets, you know, ten thousand times a day, all sorts of just like rambling of old course. man type stuff. But then, uh, yep. it, gosh, what a shame that we lost Leonard Nimoy and had to hang on to Shatner. Um, I, uh, I know because Leonard Nimoy is such a king. Yeah. Oh, right. A lord among men. Absolutely. Oh. oh, I was just gonna say, like, like John Wayne, as late as like the sixties, is like, you know, was talking about, you know, being openly a white supremacist. Like oh, literally God. has like quotes of saying, like, I believe in the white supremacy. It's like Ew. Like not, not the sort disgusting. of things that you can misinterpret. It's and it's just like, it's like maybe you should have so, just died <laughs> before developing right? all these like crazy old man views. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess he's perfectly cast as a man from 100 years in the past, unlike Shatner, Ugh. who's supposed to be from the future. <laughs> but, well, um, but that's what I love so often, like, it's just, like, the funny intersection of, like, it's an old show, but it takes place in the future, so it's just, like, I don't know, it's just, like, so funny to watch, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's where we're gonna be in 100 years? Like, whatever. <laughs> right? Very creative for the times too you know like you oh, forget that all, the, all the things that's so similar to hadn't existed yet so it's like uh-huh you know, they're treading so much new ground here which is they're really trekking cool. so much new ground they're trekking so much new ground <laughs> anyway uh i'll move right into our uh first segment here we actually got a, a new segment oh actually no i had one more thing before we get to this new segment I, okay listening to last week's episode i i noticed you I didn't hear you at the time, but I heard upon replay you say that you speak some Swahili. I know, uh, and you never I, said anything, and I was like, he didn't yeah, even I didn't, test I didn't me hear on you. that. Yep. Nope, I, obviously, <laughs> obviously now I have to test you on that. Say some, speak some Swahili. Is that from your time in uh, Djibouti? Yep, I know a Swahili song, and I, I am now under pressure, so can I remember it? But I'm going to try. Okay, it goes... Okay, the first word is either jambo or mambo, and both of them mean like hello, but one of them is like hello everyone, and the other one's like hello individual. I think it's like jambo, jambo buana, haparigani, mzuri sana, magedi, makari bishwa, kenya yetu, hakuna matata. <laughs> Nice, nice. I hope we don't get copyright claimed for that. <laughs> I you, I probably switched some of the words around, but it means like it's essentially just like "Hello, everyone. How are you? Are Kenya? No worries." Like and a couple other things, but it's cute. Do you remember it? Because you actually like know some some words, or do you remember just phonetically? You remember that sounds like Missouri sauna in the one line or whatever <laughs> like oh i think that is that is how i remembered that um yeah that's definitely how i remembered that one part is i was like missouri <laughs> <laughs> i know where that is yeah but that my sounds like a sauna um, i don't want to go to <laughs> <laughs> 
my It should be uh, mentioned we're, we're from Kansas, so we have every right to make fun of Missouri. <laughs> yeah, and just we're, the Midwest. We're not just in ripping on Missouri. We're 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 native Kansans. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, my like assistant teacher when I was in Djibouti was Kenyan, and so he spoke fluent Swahili, and so he would teach me a new Swahili word every day. It was super cute. Oh, nice. And it was so fun because he just loved teaching the language so much that some days he would give me like 20 new words. And I was like, I will remember exactly one <laughs> because I'm overwhelmed. Yeah, it's supposed to be hard. It, it'd drive me crazy to teach somebody English one word at a time. I'd be like, but, but maybe let's also throw in these other 20 words Exactly. Today. That's I what would, he always right. did. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. So shall we get to our next segment? Let's do it. And uh, I'm, I've got a surprise for you here. It's a little, uh, a little jingle to kick us into this segment. Ooh. I find this most illogical. It was our boy, Leonard that Nimoy. That was so cute. That was off of his, uh, his album. Because everybody from Star Trek no recorded way. an album. Yeah. I knew Shatner had oh an album. Oh my god, I'm obsessed. Nimoy did. That's so cute. And Spiner has an album. Oh, they all God. Shatner it. stuff is hard to listen to. <laughs> yes, it is. The, the, it's like you can't uh, just speak rhythmically other people's songs and call it art. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, Nemo's highly illogical song was actually pretty fun, though. It was uh, it had a I little more rhythm it. to it than some of the uh, Shatner ones I've heard. Anyway, this segment is called, uh, we're calling it Highly Illogical. This is where we do uh, kind of a, a fact check. From the previous episode, we make a lot of claims, some of them right, some of them w- within a range of being right, and some of them just totally wrong. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we can't just allow those to stand. We have to go back through and kind of let you know, you know, what, what we like said this. that you can take your word for. Yeah, I like this a lot because I feel like there were some things I said in the last episode where I'm like, I feel like this could be true, but it also could not be true. And now mm-hmm. that I know that we're doing this, I can just like say things and just know that, that might I'm not wrong. be true. Yeah. <laughs> but if I instead of being like maybe, 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 I could just say it, and then the next episode we could be like, nope, that was not true. Which I just like That's being right. more definitive, so I appreciate yeah, it. Accountability, it's great. <laughs> exactly. So uh, let's see. I'll kick it off. Uh, our our first one, uh, we didn't claim to know this, but we were we were making guesses that uh, uh, the actress who plays Nancy Crater, uh, Jean Ball, Jean Ball, I'm not going to claim to know how to pronounce her name. I'll, see, I'll have to correct that next week now. Um, no. But, uh, <laughs> no right, correcting the corrections. Stuck in a loop. Um, <laughs> but she plays, uh, she played Nancy Crater in last week's episode, and when Bones is meeting her, he's saying, well, she doesn't look a day over 25. Uh, which we were remarking, she certainly looked a day over 25. Even the 25-year-old Many version days, of one her might say. was clearly <laughs> not 25. Yeah, and so, so uh, fact-checking here, she was 38 at the time of filming the episode. So, not she. She did, in fact, look a day over 25. They thought we wouldn't Many notice, days. but you know that's why they call it <gasps> acting. Exactly. Um, so we're very mature. So naturally, last episode, we made a lot of jokes about them talking about the dispensary on the ship. And I'm like, that sounds like a ship I want to be on. But anyways, a dispensary is a charitable or public facility where medicines are furnished and free or inexpensive medical advice is available. So basically, it's a ship's pharmacy, which you can pick up while watching the show. But yeah. Yeah, we already kind of said it. We guessed it last week, but we guessed correctly. Yeah. Um, 
And that, but but maybe noted if you type dispensary in on Google, you only get one thing. <laughs> um, Depending on uh, what state you're in. I I exclaimed in outrage last week when Spock said Vulcan has no moon. I said, sure it does. It has a lot of moon. Uh, it does not. It's never had a moon. Uh, in in none of the iterations does it have a moon. Spock told us that last episode, which you know would think makes it obviously canon. But I was I was quick to claim that Vulcan certainly had. Why do you think you know more about Vulcan than Spock? (laughs) I know, in the pilot, too, so it's like, obviously that's a thing, but I was like, Vulcan has moons! They've got so many moons! Uh, Whatever. I just, I I must be thinking of Tatooine. (laughs) (laughs) Just multiple suns. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Not even, not the same series, not the same uh, (laughs) celestial bodies. (laughs) What can you do? Anyways. So, Truth Serum is actually recurring throughout Star Trek and will come up again in Season 2, Episode 15, Journey to Babel, which will be Babel. going... Babel? Yeah, like the biblical Babel. No, it's Babel. Babel. Is it really? You're right, it is. Ba- the no, Tower of you're Babel, right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're yeah, right, yeah. you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, that'll be in next week's uh, highly illogical segment, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's Babel. You're right. Um, Babel was the Mumford and Sons album. <laughs> Anyways, um, or song, I don't know. Um, (laughs) I was just going to say that that is a very solid episode and I'm looking forward to it. Nice. It's a ways away still. Uh, You get to meet a hot Vulcan Dilf. Go on. Nice. (laughs) You don't hear about Dilfs that often. Oh, you Um, hear about Dilfs from me, trust me. I have to. Okay. (laughs) You're all about them Dilfs. (laughs) Dilfs for days. Check out Sammy's other podcast. Dilfs for days. <laughs> oh, okay, so let's see. I gotta, I gotta correct my, uh, or at least clarify my my lack of knowledge about salt from last week. Like, mm-hmm. may, maybe this is something everybody else listening to the show already knows, and I'm just like the one dummy being like, "Who knew salt and hot weather that there's a, a relation?" Oh. I knew there well, maybe was. Not. Maybe they're all like me and they were clearly... And that's what I'm saying. And you're the only person I've asked. So like maybe it's common <laughs> knowledge and I'm just an idiot for not knowing. And I'm being like, let me share this this interesting fact about salt with all of you that everybody in the world but me knows. Um, but uh, sodium plays a key role in enabling the body to retain water uh, and high temperatures cause its evaporation. So supplementation may prove beneficial in preventing dehydration. That's how Spock would have said it, too, I think. Um, and as a follow-up mm-hmm. to that, I also at one point was asking, where does salt come from? Uh, and, you, and you said seawater, and I said mi- minerals underground. And uh, we're kind of both right. It comes from I yeah, don't remember you saying minerals underground. <laughs> I, I did, which I assumed was stupid and wrong. Um, but it, it turns out that it, it is a mineral, uh, halite, also known as salt rock, or rock salt, excuse me. Uh, but then, but then it, it, this this fact I found online follows up by explaining that that uh, halite is basically formed from ocean water, so it's it pretty much only comes from the ocean, I guess. <laughs> it's, it's no, that's I think that's valid. Um, so obviously, we commented on Kirk's stupid double fist hammer punch, and we're going to continue <laughs> to comment on it because he keeps fucking doing it, and it's so. <laughs> stupid and he just looks like an asshole but anyways the question is how effective is it well as it turns out it is wildly effective 
Just kidding. Not very effective at all. The biomechanics of it are all wrong. You're only using your arms. An ideal punch is a full body exercise using the torque of the abdomens, abdominals, and hips. I'm reading this for the first time. And you want to connect to the ground. Otherwise, half of the momentum is wasted pushing you backwards. To get that, you need a full extension of your arms, and the double punch prevents that. You're literally working against yourself. So they always tell you, this is me talking, not reading off of the thing anymore. They always tell you when you're punching that you're supposed to like step into it so that you can use that momentum. But with that stupid double fist thing, there is literally zero momentum. It's just you doing a cute little cheer. <laughs> and it's flopping so on somebody dumb. with your arms. <laughs> I'm That's- never going to shut up about the stupid battle choreography. I don't know. Could they not afford? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's always stupid. And don't That's even get me out. started on when Kirk like jumps on somebody and lands with his butt. He does butt. that flip and he lands on them. I, God, I can't wait for whatever episode that is. I can't wait. Is. Oh, man. That's one of Okay, well, I think that's everything so we had for our... <laughs> Our for our facts corner right it's funny to clarify yeah. the double arm hammer punch because it's like i feel like anyone Fucking with obviously. eyes can see that it's not effective yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh we now have uh, uh some somebody on the internet agrees with us and put it in writing so now you mm-hmm. know it's and true. we just stole their exact words so shout out at whoever yikes <laughs> and uh this uh, and this segment actually has an outro too so uh here we go Totally, completely, absolutely, irrevocably, illogical. Wow, that was so cute. <laughs> so that was. Do you have an intro for our next awesome. segment? Oh boy, do I! But uh, I, I think you got to ask me the question first, or maybe even tell so, me the uh, name of the episode. <laughs> so, Alex. The episode is Charlie X. Are you ready to yes, guess the plot? The plot? I yes, thought you were going to yes. thought that was... Well, that, that doesn't, that's not what the sound cue says. It's just music. <laughs> Are you ready to guess we're the still, plot with no awkward pause? We're still catching on to this, <laughs> this format of the show. Here wow, what a mess. Is. That's right. Charlie X. Uh, mm-hmm. Once again, unfortunately, I've already seen the episode, so I, I already, I already know what it's about. But I actually kind of have forgotten quite a lot of it. Um, oh, for the best. <laughs> yeah, this is, as I recall, not one of my favorites. Uh, that said, when I first saw the title Charlie X, my mind immediately went to Kyle X Y. Do you remember the show? I never watched it, but I'm familiar. I, I didn't see either, but. Uh, Faith watched it, um, but anyway, Kyle XY, he was, he didn't have a belly button, um, that was in the trailer, they were like, well, where'd he come from? He didn't, like, know where he was from and all this stuff, I think it turned out he was a clone, spoilers, sorry if you haven't seen Kyle XY, the not that popular show from, like, early 2000s, but, uh, so, you know, I thought maybe he was, like, gonna be a clone or something, and they were gonna have to figure out his origin, I guess. Uh, you didn't think he was body. like related to Malcolm X? <laughs> you know, I didn't. <laughs> it's his little brother. <laughs> it was a little early. His, for that. his little white brother Charlie. <laughs> okay, that's a solid, solid <laughs> guess in my his opinion. Less beloved brother Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
watch. We're gonna have to go fact check next week. We're like, actually, it turns out Malcolm X really did have a brother named Charlie. So uh, I guess we're not funny. <laughs> oh my god! All right, you did a great job of our segment. Guess the plot. <laughs> Yes, the plot, which we don't <laughs> announce like that. It felt right. Oh, <laughs> which man. Which brings us here. And now for our feature presentation. Let her rip. Strap on your strap-ons. <laughs> Captain's log, star date 1533.6. Now maneuvering to come along. Side cargo vessel. Is it the updated graphic? Ooh, he's got his. He's he's got his fancy fit. Oh, with his gold fringe. I know. What's the occasion, buddy? Also, he's looking good. <laughs> his shirt looks more rippable than ever. His hair I'm looks nice. He looks a little quarter. clean. My God, sir! Our fourth crewman turned into a backpack while beaming up. Oh, we're in the transporter room. So, so just so you all know, I suppose you can't see. Uh, oh yeah, we're doing a great job. He's got his fancy um, uniform on, and d- describe, describe Charlie X's us. outfit. Yes, I just asked you to. Did you? you got to. Oh yes, me too. Okay, it looks like he's like a medieval <laughs> Scottish boy, um, with like a kilt on his entire body, but also he <laughs> looks like a. 25-year-old playing an angsty teenager. Um, I feel like that gets us pretty far. Yeah. yeah as totally. far as descriptions yeah. go. I mean, you left out his bangs, but uh, which I might have mentioned, but besides that. He's got uh, real fluffy hair and a big forehead. Here's his peepers. Okay, so that's some good exposition. He's been alone his entire life. Everyone else on this planet was killed. Maybe by him, maybe by, you know, someone else. Could have been anyone. Oh, why is Kirk doing his uh, flirty face? Or is that his just like, I'm the captain face? Nick, it's his bisexual face. It looked pretty face. flirty. Ah, oh, damn, you're right, you're right. Yep, see, there's that bisexual smirk of his. Perfect. What a king. For anyone that does not know what I'm referring to, Shatner recently came out. Somebody asked him if it was possible that Kirk was bisexual, and he was very uh, adamant in saying that there was absolutely no way that Kirk could have been bisexual. Which is so embarrassing, because if you watch literally 30 seconds of this show, it's so apparent that he's, like, ready to go, regardless of gender, regardless of species. He is feeling keen at all times. Anyone with a head and, you know, an appendage or two. And hopefully genitalia, like, yeah, exactly. He loves He's Bones. Ready. He loves Spock. Mm-hmm. He's got gay mixed as feelings about Scotty. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cer- certainly, at least half gay, which, as it turns out, which makes is you the definition gay, of bisexual. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bisexuals love that. What being called half gay, or are, yep. are they not fully gay and fully straight? <laughs> exactly. You're correct. Here we go. We'd like to keep Charlie with us. With his closest living relatives in Colony 5 and your vessel going that way, what? I'd like to see your ship now. All of it. The people and everything. You keep interrupting, Mr. Evans. That's considered wrong. Oh, he's not going to like us, Oh, though. he's so ready to top him. 
We have a large <laughs> supply of entertainment tapes, gentlemen. Uh, no, we have a tight schedule to make, Captain. Just 20 of us. We're making out fine. Ooh, <laughs> they have a large supply of entertainment <laughs> tapes. <laughs> it's all born. <laughs> oh, God. Here she comes. We know what kind of tapes there are. Here's Yeah, Yaman Rand just walked in, and I hate her. <laughs> This is Charles. Look, he's, he's literally kind of main ready. This episode, as I recall. <laughs> Look at him. He's literally just looking her up and down like she's a piece of meat, and you know she loves it. Like not to slut shame, but she drives me freaking crazy. Right? <laughs> I don't know, but everybody reacts this way to her, and I'm over it. Are you a girl? Yep. Are she's you a like, girl? please, sexually people. harass me. Is that a girl? That's a girl. Like, oh, see, he's disappointed. Her, she gets the best of your men hot and bothered. Like, you probably should have known better than it. <laughs> with this, this traumatized Ugh. kid who's never met another person in his life with her. Oh, she drives me crazy. Oh, man. I can't we got to watch this entire episode. <laughs> and now this is probably one that I will skip in future rewatches. <laughs> Yeah, I think I've seen it exactly one time when I was very first watching the show, and I was like, oh, maybe this show isn't as good as I thought, and then I'm glad I stuck with it. Okay, um, so I love this little machine that they use in the hospital to measure their health. They lay down, and they stick their legs up in the air, and then they just, like, kick these little pedals. It's so cute. And Kirk usually does it shirtless, naturally, but Charlie's opted to keep his shirt on, I suppose. Which Bones finds disappointing. I lasted 14 years. <laughs> After that, I, I found other things to eat. Just growing around. And you oh, 10, 10, he's a cannibal. To the, ship's the memory banks still work. How old was just, he when everybody died? I just ate all the people that were dead there. Yeah, I was wondering that too. He didn't even know how to talk. Like Four? Four all, 100%. Sound of wind and limb. Also, how much fake tanner is this boy wearing? He's naturally pale, you can tell. But he's just like, he's like he he's got like snooky vibes, honestly. That's your name. Why? These were back in the days where they were like, you can't if if you're too pale, you cannot act. Like you're not allowed in movies because we really need the light. I wonder if it has something to do with like. Yeah, if it has something to do with like the quality of TVs or something, where it's like they can't see a pale boy. <laughs> or the, or oh. it had to do with the lights, probably. I'm not sure. The other ship, Could be. They didn't like me. Oh my god, this guy's such an angsty loser. I'm trying to make people like. Me. I know so many white boys like this. I want them to like. I was gonna say this is definitely like somebody that we know. <laughs> Not somebody specific, but also like yeah. several specific people that I probably could name. <laughs> also, this guy's grown and playing a 17-year-old, and this is not the last time we see this, but it's just, <laughs> it's really something. Okay, so we now have um, what is this guy uh, a doing? man pulling down a giant green pole. It almost looks like a pool cue. He's pulling it down from the ceiling and putting it into a vent in the floor. Charlie is looking just and, as transfixed and confused about it as I am. <laughs> but the guy who's doing it is really enjoying it himself. He's got a big smile on his face. Yeah, like it, it, like it looks like he's doing something that's about as interesting as like plumbing a toilet, but he looks like he's like conducting rocket scientists. <laughs> Conducting all the rocket scientists in the choir. You see that guy who like couldn't even use oh, his God. tool. Oh God! Rand is back. I missed it. Look at 
There's other one. women to harass. Why is it always her? That's literally her whole character. Oh, she he got her a little a bottle of green juice. Great. She has a device hidden inside of her giant hair beehive that, that actually uh, uh-huh. causes all men that approach her to to have to sexually harass her. <laughs> to revert back to 1960s male behavior. <laughs> yep. It's the beehive. It unlocks the 60s men. <laughs> yeah, I suppose by, by 60s standards, it's oh, just a regular The beehive is chat. iconic. Exactly, it literally is. Which is what drives you crazy. Okay, I'm calming down. <laughs> oh, but I have <laughs> uh, He just slapped her ass because a minute ago he saw another guy slap a guy's ass in like a friendly, sporty way. And now he thinks that's appropriate behavior. And uh, all the ladies in the audience can tell you that generally that's a no. Uh, but for some reason, we never take a moment all. to really, like, properly explain to the men in the audience that this is wrong. Um, we're all kind of left in the dark, like Charlie. I do remember this. You'll you'll see what I mean. He he <laughs> he tries multiple times to figure out why this isn't acceptable behavior, and no one will tell him. Are you <laughs> kidding me? You'll Come see. On. I'm gonna I'm gonna be writing this sound effect pretty hard this week. Sexism alert! Sexism alert! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's this week's theme. And last week's. Charlie, you, you just don't go around slapping girls on the. Okay, it's like she's being very patient, in my opinion. It's okay, but uh, just don't do it again. See, easy. She's a little freaked out by him too. I mean, he's making like. Well, know, yeah. Look the, at his the face. The clockwork orange Joker face. Yeah, he's like. The serial killer face, where you look down with your face and look up with your eyes, Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Classic. Good evening. Huh. I, I guess I can't slap her ass anymore while she's alive. <laughs> oh my god, stop. Look at these two boys. Um, Bones is just like leaning on Spock's console and they're just being all argumentative and so flirty. <laughs> they just, I was going to say, they just seem so in love. <laughs> He's working out a training program for Charlie Evans. Uh, <laughs> and and to be clear to the viewers, we're not we're not making fun of them for being in love. We love how much they love each other. That's kind of like what makes this show great. People people were mad at me in the in on Reddit the other day for saying that these three were all in love with each other, and I was like, that's that's the it's charm. So of cute. It, is that like, <laughs> every every one of the main guys is in love with every other one of the main guys. Exactly. <laughs> we're all in space. We're in a love triangle. It's fine. It's not like, a big no deal, but shame. it is cute. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> Like, this fun. is what the future should be like. Give him the necessary medical orientation on the problems of uh, uh, adolescence. Don't you think it'd be better for a strong father image like you? He already looks the up to you. Yours, bone. Flattery will get you. Married. I feel like this isn't the only time that it happens that there's just somebody random that they're like, "All right, he needs a father figure, Captain Kirk. It's you." Like who? Who elected him? It's Pick you, Spock. He's like very calm and mild mannered. Right, when we just established that there are 250 people on this ship, and I'm like willing He's to bet the captain. that like, the majority of them are men. He's got better things to do. Yeah, yes. like there's probably some guy who's like growing plants in a lab named Sulu who could raise this kid. Mm-hmm. 
For real. Also, we make a lot of jokes about Next Gen having like a whole like ship's counselor as like that's her whole job. But like these people need a ship's counselor so freaking bad. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. There are so many yeah, problems would be, that would be, be avoided if Deanna Troy was on this Enterprise. Oh my yeah, god, so, I love uh, this scene. Touché. Describe Spock's instrument. It looks almost like a harp and a guitar, like a like a mandolin. Yeah, it's like a harp and a mandolin kind of combined. I would say it's like a handheld mm-hmm. harp mandolin. Oh, this is where she sings the song. I bet if we looked it up, we could find the actual name of this instrument. I bet it's not like a made up instrument. I bet it's real. Right, we're being like this kooky Star Trek instrument. This Other space people are like, it's instrument. A, it's a kabula. <laughs> like. Oh my god, I love this. I need so much more of Ahura flirting with Spock because every time they do it, it's so cute. She's gonna sing him a little flirty song. Okay, that seems like a hate crime. (laughs) Or at least a microaggression. (laughs) Except that she's like, Sexualizing him Flirting. simultaneously to making fun of his Vulcan features, so it's it's interesting. <laughs> Look at those eyebrows. Also, I like that he's like getting a little smiley because that's so out of character. But I feel like it totally tracks in he this likes scene. It. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Who wouldn't? I want her to sing a song about me, even if it is backhanded. And. <laughs> Forgive me for pointing it out, but this room is jam-packed with attractive women. There, there's. I've now seen four extras, not even counting Ahura, who no. are just gorgeous. Yes. And for some reason, he's just like he's just after Janet. Except, look at this girl, this blonde girl behind Ahura keep, right he now. He has to be. Look, look how yeah, frumpy her. Cute. She's like wearing a blue potato sack, though. Like, like her head <laughs> is cute, but her outfit is like does not fit her. Like they, they just well, took it right one off one I've of the noticed. big men and threw it right over her. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, whatever, we need another hot girl. Um, but one thing I've noticed is that the original series has so many hot women and like two hot men in the entire show. And then Next Gen has like two hot women and then endless hot men. Like they totally switched. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. And there's you know, so all few we hot girls in Next show Gen. Is point out how attractive everyone is. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why I watch TV. It's just to look at hot people. Right. Just look at the attractive people. Also, look at her. She's such a drama queen. I love it. Yeah, I love that she gets so much screen time in these early episodes. And now Charlie needs attention. But how could you look away from Ahura? Oh my god, she's so cute. Oh, and he's being cute too. They are being flirty. Blocking Ahura. What? Right? I want more of that. Oh, she does do it. I was going to say, you don't just ask somebody to do a song a second time after they do it. You know, I mean, at a concert, when it's an encore, you do, but like. No, I would, I definitely do that. If I'm hanging out with my friends and they're like playing music, I'm like, do another one, do another one. I think it's valid. But you don't say, but you don't say, do the same one a second time. But she's not. Now she's singing about Charlie. Charlie's our new Wow, she's stunning. Ooh, that's foreshadowing. 
Oh my god, imagine having psychic powers and using it to make a her not be able to sing. What a loser. A beautiful song about you. Yeah, seriously. Johnny oh my god, he just needs all tiny. the attention. <laughs> now that she's finally quiet, I can do my card trick that I've been practicing my on magic the planet myself. Girls love magic tricks. Ew! Look in the cards, they're all pictures of her. Well, how did you do that? They're like, very Posing, sexy pictures of her. <laughs> they're her headshots. They're <laughs> her <laughs> Oh my god, he's turning all the playing cards into Janice headshots. Oh my god. Oh, now they're back to just random cards. Like a jack, a king, and a queen. You should have made them all queen. Oh, that would have been a You're good move. You're the queen of my heart or something. Mm, no, you should not have. <laughs> it's Neither sad that you that nor line Charlie should talk to girls. I was going to say, but that line would have been infinitely more charming than anything he does at any point. <laughs> Which is saying a lot. Oh, he magically oh, made a card like go in her cleavage. Okay. And she likes it. I do like jokes about my food. So we're starting to see some of Charlie's powers emerging, but so far they're harmless. Cards appear in any I'm sure they'll continue to be harmless. Here we go. Here we go. Oh yeah, Kirk is terrible at talking to people. Is that the problem? Well, it's a specific time where it'd be very helpful for to talk about something. When Yuman Rand was. Charlie just slapped Kirk's Explaining ass. Explaining that he, yeah, he smacked Kirk's ass. Well, um, now Kirk has to explain why he shouldn't have done that, but but listen here to what we're gonna get, which is literally uh, so easy to do. Things you can do with a lady, uh, Charlie. That do you? Come on. Uh, well, there's no, no right way. To, okay. To, I mean, man to man is, is one thing, but uh, man and woman. Oh, Kirk knows some very right ways uh, to hit a woman. You know it. In a sexy way, not in an abuse way. <laughs> yeah, I guess he just knows it's wrong every time he does it. <laughs> you understand? No, I don't understand. You didn't explain anything. Captain so he's like... Yeah, that was horrible. <laughs> Kirk here. Captain Rabbi so, of the Ontario. All right, well, first I'll play this. Sexism alert. Sexism alert. Big time. So he firstly says... All he tells Charlie is, there are things you can do with a woman. And he doesn't follow it up with, there are things you can't do, which was really the important, like, if you used to say one sentence, yeah. that would have been the one. Especially like, for this guy who's, like, not been socialized properly. Like, you want to be as specific like, who and clear as possible. Know. Yeah, like, you don't know what he's going to do yeah, next. Yeah, like, which, it's not you know, a big deal. We're about to see. Yeah, it's just like, mm-hmm. if Kirk could just have one, you know, conversation about respecting women to this man. Look, like, he's just a rugged man who can't speak because he's a product of his time, which is the 60s. But also the future. The the 2260s. Uh-huh. I'm on my way to the bridge now. Can I come with you? I don't think so, can I? I won't get in the way. Don't slap my ass, please. <laughs> they also do Charlie a lot better... Charlie just only men's asses for the rest. <laughs> I'm making all these next-gen comparisons, but they also do way better in next-gen at regulating who's on the bridge and who's not. Like, literally in this show, it's a free-for-all. They're like, whatever. 
Yeah, it's like there might be 20 people on the bridge, or there might be two or three of them. Okay, so they just lost connection with the other ship because Charlie isn't getting enough attention. And, like, Homeboy just needs attention freaking all the time. This would drive me crazy. The area of the Antares transmission with our probe scanners, Mrs. Fine. No kidding. You think something happened to the Antares, Charlie? I don't know. Kirk is also wearing more bronzer than usual. Everybody just... Maybe they just got back from, like, a sun planet. (laughs) That was a great trip to the bronzer planet. Now we have to babysit. Okay, so he literally... He literally what? exploded the ship because he was was it a ship or a planet that he just exploded? A ship, right? The Antilles, I think he said. I think it was a ship. The Antar- Antares. Antares. So he literally exploded a ship because he wasn't getting attention. I literally know so many dudes like this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I definitely have to go back for that connection. Sometimes we talk over okay. some really great stuff, and we gotta go back for it. Kirk from Ship's Galley. Kirk here. Yeah. Sir, I put meatloaf in the ovens. There's turkeys in there now. Real turkeys. <laughs> Chief, are you... <laughs> How did I Chief, miss are you that? tripping balls by chance? <laughs> the, also, the chef is just it's so funny because they obviously... Captain's they hadn't established, like, the existence of replicators yet, so there's, like, a ship's cook, so that's, like, funny. Yeah, are they gonna have replicators in this series? Yeah, they do. Okay. Yes, right. but, but for now, it's still we just early got a in the show and they're figuring a it out. Big closet of meatloaf somewhere. <laughs> Clearly, wow. A survey oh, we're playing the famous 3D chess game right now. Obviously, Captain Raymond between Kirk and Spock. I can't Something that really exists. My own concern is more immediate. 3D chess. On. I think somebody invented it as like a result of the show. Seem to know what happened to the Antares before we did. It looks like fun. I'd call it a pretty. Mm-hmm. I don't envision Kirk being good at it. But... Yeah, I bet he loses every time. You can just go straight from the third floor to the first floor on 3D chess. Sure. <laughs> Check me. See, that's silly. Like. Spock should win every time. Oh, okay, that's fair. If he just like doesn't understand the way he plays. At any rate, the game is yours. Inspired. I play just like jazz. I just make moves. I barely understand what the pieces do. For real, very unpredictable. These wacky horses. Why can't they move straight? The principles of three-dimensional chess are basically mathematic, Charlie. You put the white here and the black on the secondary level. No, it is this play. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I'm a little bummed, though. I kind of would have liked to have seen the scene where Spock explained how to play 3D chess. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Like, look at the way you start with the pieces set up. <laughs> well, it looks, it's crazy. And look at these other games on the board, too. Oh, there's also table. 3D checkers, it looks like. Thank you, Charlie. Huh. Some sort of game involving circular cards. I mean, they just have circular cards. I played with those. Oh, it isn't. Oh. Didn't we used to have like Pokemon circular cards? Oh, well, maybe that's. Huh? Spock wins and just leaves. 
Okay, somebody needs to be responsible for this boy. Like, if he just has, like, somebody that he can, like, go to, like, all of his problems would be solved. Everybody's just ignoring him. Yeah, instead, everyone just insults him and walks away. Like, he's left his own devices, and that just, like, does not work. He needs more uh, structure. Dare I say, most of Charlie's actions I could blame Kirk for. Yeah, well, and Spock was just kind of a dick to him, which, like, Spock doesn't know better, like, necessarily, but... Charlie Evans. Hello, Charlie. Uh, see, like, Yaman Rand's even introducing him to another cute girl. Can I talk to you? Yeah. Alone. And she's so cute. Charlie, Tina's... Excuse me. I must be walking somewhere. Nice. That was so sassy. That was... That was rude. And completely uncalled for. But I don't need her. I want to talk to you. That's no excuse. Better learn that right now. You have to live with people, Charlie. You're not alone anymore. This could all be explained to him much more, like, calmly and compassionately and clearly. I know we're always, like, scolding him. I know. Granted, he is a like, real snot. Like... I but he doesn't want to smack like, him the entire time he's no, around. No, he's, he's, he's annoying, but uh, it's not his fault. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't, you know. You no, no one's told him. Exactly. Smell like a girl, he says. That other girl, she smelled yeah, I like... Hate that. Well, also a girl. But... Shit. They look just like Tina. <laughs> We're the only one. Looks like you. I can't understand, can't you? Like, isn't it strange for him to fixate so hard on the first woman he sees when he sees, like, hundreds of other women in the next few minutes? Like... I think that's exactly it, is she's just the first one he saw. Yeah. And so he's like, I don't know. Yeah, I... I think he'd just be like, wow, women everywhere. Like, <laughs> the first one I true. saw wasn't even the best. She has no yeah, skills. He, just be like, he should just be chasing after whoever's giving him the most attention, you know? Yeah, like, Tina seemed great. I have the whole universe. <laughs> Yeah, she was so cute. Big brown eyes. And now we'll never see her again. Yeah, I'm bummed. I miss Tina. <laughs> I like we'll Tina way Tina. better than Rand. I'm hungry. Okay, so he said, I feel hungry all over. So he just basically told her that he's filled with unbridled lust for her. Which is like, wow. Very, uh, very forward. And and might I point out that Yaman Rand looks like she doesn't like it this time. What? Yeah, sure. agreed. She's not into it. She's uncomfortable. Exactly. And he's. I've already talked to him about. Are you kidding me? No, you didn't. And now Kirk is claiming he gave him the talk, which he did not. He absolutely did not. Something isn't done. Sooner or later, I'm going to have to hurt him. Oh, soft lighting. Tell him to leave me alone. Nope. All right. All right. Let it. Let it rip. Soft lighting. Mm-hmm. At. At Rand. And just for just for good measure, one more of these. Sexism <laughs> okay. The, the, the alarms are going know. off the whole time, but no one's done anything. <laughs> that I was just clearly, airing in the background the entire episode. <laughs> like everyone's being like, Where where is this happening? Where's the sexism? We don't see it. Like <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, I stated so clearly how much I hate her, but she's the only one who's handling this situation well. She's like, if he keeps coming on to me, I'm going to have to reject him, and I don't want to reject him because I know it's going to hurt his feelings. Like, Homegirl is being a little more sensitive than everybody else on the ship who's like, I don't know, I guess there's just a crazy 17-year-old running around who was raised by wolves. Like, what is happening? Open your eyes, we'll, people. We'll be rid of him any day now. Like, yeah. I guess so. They just don't give a shit. Right now. You see... 
I'm his first crush, his first love, and his first... Uh, yes, Yeoman, I'll talk to him. I'll look into it. He's going to do nothing again. Like this? No, of course not. And look, he's just like women. Like he's, he's got this little smirk. About it, yeah. Yep. Oh, women always complaining that men are harassing them. Like it's like this is a whole episode about how Kirk is just a terrible boss and would absolutely get like filed against in today's. Yeah, standards. we need an HR rep in space. <laughs> I feel like even by '60s standards, this episode is not that with it. Yeah, I would agree. Is that all? Uh, no, no, no. Sit down. Charlie, being 17 is more than how many years you've lived. It's a whole other thing. Here we go. Here's our second talk. Explain the biological conditions. Oh, God. He's so uncomfortable. Men can't talk about feelings. Yeah, the guy was, like, afraid of, like, nothing. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole shtick. But it, yeah, it just drives me crazy to watch him be this inept. In a way. It, but I feel I like it tracks. Like I don't think it's out of character, and I think it's like a little well, frustrating. But I do like that aspect yeah. of his character. Wait, I don't know what I am, or what I'm supposed to be, or even who. I don't know why. And everyone's just mean to me all day for some fucking reason. I know. Like I get it, buddy. He's full of angst and he's annoying. But like, someone just pay attention to him. Hasn't gone wrong. Well, he, he, he could be rolling around with Tina in the storage. You know, fades or whatever. <laughs> you go slow. You be gentle. Hmm. It's on a one-way street, you know. How you feel, and that's all. Okay, this isn't bad advice. There we go. That's what we were looking Press, for. Charlie. Yeah. That's and we- I like it because he's not shaming him for having a crush on Rand. He's just like, you're freaking her out, buddy. Chill out, you know? <laughs> you don't think, Jan? You... Now, see, now we finally... She could love me. She's now Charlie's finally the problematic one. The years are wrong for one. Mm-hmm. And there are other things. She can. No, Charlie. She is. No. But if I did what you said, if I was gentle... Charlie, there are a million things in this universe you can have, and there are a million things you can't have. It's no fun facing that, but that's the way... See, everybody's are. yelling at him now. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> I patience with him. Stop grabbing my Yaoman's ass, please. God. <laughs> you don't. Handle this kid with a little sensitivity. Also, look at his... Okay, can I say, Kirk's stance right now is so aggressive. He's got, like, his palms down on the desk, like, leaning forward at him. Just, like, super, super aggressive. Like, not a vibe. Charlie in, like, an inter- It looks like an interrogation. It literally does. Charlie's sitting... Yeah, he's like sitting like somebody who's just having like a nervous breakdown anxiety attack and Kirk is like yelling at him. And nobody even knows that he exploded a ship yet. Ask Mr. Spock. Yeah, that's true. They might be reacting slightly differently to the situation. Uh-huh. Charlie, come on with me. Oh my god. Kirk just cannot decide how he's gonna handle it. Okay, this is this is better. We see two guys uh fighting with a big stick thing. Kind of like Will and his dad do in that one episode. Oh my god! Is Ambo and Kirk Jutsu? Is, is that what they call it? If I remember. Tight. Hold on, we have to talk about Kirk's skin wow. tight. Oh man, I got red pause leggings. It for this. You can fully see his business. Looks like somebody just stuck an egg in his pants and his tights. <laughs> There's. I bet. I would. I would really be willing to bet that there is something in those tights aside from what we already know is in the tights. Like he wants. He wants some attention. 
You think there's some package enhancement happening? You don't think that's the real deal? I think he's got like a candy bar or like a <laughs> Pringles can. It's a little Snickers bar tucked into his red tights. So that's what it looks like. I don't know if we specifically mentioned he's shirtless in these red tights. And his, oh, that's important. And his gut is... He has a well, gut, they always, I guess. Whenever, that's why whenever he wears... Whenever he's shirtless, he always pulls his pants up to right below his belly button so that everything is like contained. And look at this like... Fold? Does it like? Does he have a scar? Did he have like a surgery? It you see what I'm talking about? Like he's got a little scar. Mm-hmm, maybe. Or is it just a a roll? I think it's a scar. It looks like a surgery. I think it's a scar too. Anyway, I, I was about and, to say. Uh, I guess Charlie's we'll find out, some, like, but I don't think it's probably outfit. part of the plot. Oh yeah, yeah. I he's, doubt uh, it. Yeah, yeah. But both of <laughs> them were wearing the red red tights, and when I say tights, I mean tight tights. I think Charlie's outfit is also made for like a literal child. Charlie is 17 Clearly. as a character and 45 as an actor. So. <laughs> okay, that's an exaggeration, but yeah, he's grown. How, let's see. How I, I'm going to look it up next week. How old do you think Charlie is? I'm going to say he's in his 20s? he is 25. I'm going to say he's 29. And he just fell down. <laughs> Why? I'm guessing they're doing some sort of exercise he's trying to do a backwards he's literally just like, like Kirk falling just down on a mat oh. over and over <laughs> here we go watch this i'm way cool okay and kirk just yeah, rolled roll. like did like a weird like sideways oh, roll thing and for a second we saw that he's wearing nude underwear under his uh right, type Charlie, red tights we're gonna teach you how to fight charlie's panicking at the prospect of doing a somersault fall before i do that and it's more than just teaching you how to defend yourself also, like, you can really see that Charlie's just, like, a real, real skinny dude, and, like, we all have our thoughts and feelings about Shatner, but, like, he is a man in this hey, uh, scene. Let me borrow you for a couple of right. easy throws. Charlie's a little... Watch this, Charlie. He's just a whiny little, like... He's a little shrimpy dude. Okay, a guy just threw Kirk on the baby. mat, now I'm guessing... Wasn't so bad, was it? Yeah, big him. baby. We go, Sam. <laughs> now I'll throw him. He's like, oh, oh wait, Kirk, I, I, I captured I prefer me. Ow, oh, my back, I, I had an injury. <laughs> They're throwing each other around. Also, the mats are definitely not big enough for this whole room. Because that guy no, just, yeah, fell you just off threw the him practically really off hurt. that mat from the other side of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, this is like such a ankle. specific way of bonding that just like asserts his own aggression, and that's like the most Kirk thing I've ever heard. Right, yeah, the Kirk's like, male bonding, we're gonna wrestle. Me and, and I'm gonna man show you that I'm the alpha. And this 17 year old small boy. And then the other guy's laughing at him. Like, there's just more bullying. Yeah, so he's also being are, publicly humiliated. Don't laugh at me. Like, these are the people that we've chosen to send, like, around the galaxy to. Oh! Uh, <gasps> also, he just whenever away he the buff is. Guy in the corner <laughs> with his mind. Mm-hmm. And whenever he's did. using his psychic. Sorry. Whenever he's using his psychic powers, he, like, rolls his head and rolls his eyes simultaneously and then, like, hits them with a stare. It's very dramatic. Yeah, he makes, like, a the clockwork orange face. Yeah, the clockwork orange face. Huh. Also, huh. Kirk is, like, a, a slightly alarmed by this, I feel like. Yeah, he had a moment of but realization. But does not look there. that bothered. Oh, look at, yeah, look at He's just got his hands on his hips, like, now, Charlie, did you just zap my, my lieutenant out of existence? <laughs> Well, I don't really appreciate <laughs> he that. Like, like he's been he's... yelling at this kid. 
He's been, yelling, he's been at yelling at him nonstop, nonstop, and now we have a perfect context for him to like really go off on him. He does like, actually oh. evil. <laughs> oh, you're he's murdering like, ah, people. Ah, ah, ah. Shame <laughs> on you. Like, look at this expression. Hmm. I, don't know. I know. It's like a slightly judgy side eye is how I describe yeah, it. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Are you sure you should have zapped that guy out of existence, Charlie? Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have done that. It's not nice. Laugh at people. What happened to him, John? He's gone. That's no answer. He's gone. I didn't mean to do that. He made me do it. He laughed at me. Oh my god, he's so annoying. Mm-hmm. Bridge, Kirk here. Like now we see why the other ship didn't like Command him. Man from security on the double. For real. What are you gonna do to me? Confining you to quarters. He's just gonna like poof away your security dudes, buddy. Oh, look at that lighting Uh-oh. suddenly changed. Oh, jeez. Suddenly, Charlie's in like the dark with just his eyes showing. That was terrifying. And now we're back to a fully lit room just as it cuts. Like, it's just only Charlie's single. Is in the dark. So this guy pulled out his. Okay, so. So two guards just showed up to uh, to grab Charlie to stop this insanity. And Charlie knocked him over with his mind, and one of the guards very quickly grabbed for his phaser and pointed at Charlie, and the other just just laid there. Like, I guess but I'll assume I he's knocked out. The guy who, yeah, the guy who grabbed his gun, he can get it. He was a good-looking dude. I only saw him for a sec, but definitely a hottie. And he's quick. He's quick on the draw. Quick on the draw. We love a guy. Gun who's quick is on the draw. Wait, <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> he's a real quick draw, McGraw. Gun got zapped out of existence. Okay, but it's the gun, oh, not man. the dude. Things are escalating. Again, Kirk doesn't look that troubled, but maybe it's just supposed to show that he's cool under fire. He still just looks course. stern. You're grounded. Don't kill anyone else, please. Bad boy. Go to your quarters or I'll pick you up and carry you there. See, it's kind of an interesting, like, commentary on, like, uh... Because most of the viewers that they show you would think would kind of be like nerdy, scrawny, wimpy types who are bullied, like Charlie. You know, and are rejected mm. by women, like Charlie. And then, but okay, Charlie but is hold like... On. This show, like, way preceded that kind of nerd culture. Like, this is just a show that, like, everybody watched. It was for everyone, you know? There wasn't this, like, mm. idea of, like, a nerdy dude who liked sci-fi. Like, sci-fi was so cool, everybody liked sci-fi. Yeah, I forget there was only, like, three shows on a day back then, and it was, like, you know, Twilight Zone, Star Trek, and, like, you know, I Love Lucy, and so it was, like... Yeah, <laughs> so and they like, were all, like, If you cool, weren't watching shows. those, you weren't watching TV. Exactly. Okay, yeah, there wasn't, enough. like, a type that meant nerd, you know? So the nerd stereotype didn't exist yet. Or if it did, it wasn't... Uh, Related it to It wasn't sci-fi. associated with sci-fi yet. Yeah. So may- maybe maybe... Maybe they thought sci-fi was really going to be taken on by the jocks and we would all agree that nerdy wimps like Charlie are just the worst. Well, actually, there's way more women who like um, who watch the original show than men. Is that true? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you can fact check it, but I believe that's true. I will. <laughs> but but I, I like I would like to believe that. I think that's great. I hope so. Yeah. That's funny. I wonder if yeah, uh, I don't know why I dudes think that they're entitled to nerd stuff. But... Well, and also like 
I think that like women really love like the characters and the relationships a lot, you know? Yeah, well, and it's it's also full of, as we pointed out, there's a lot of attractive men bouncing around the show who are getting a lot more screen time than the very few attractive women. Like, No, there's way there, more yeah, hot all women. The, all the women are attractive, but I mean, they're not But around. they get less screen time. You're right. Yeah. Because we got Yao and Rand and Ahura, but they're on screen for 10 minutes, whereas Kirk's here for exactly. every minute with his gut and his, his stitches. Watch out. <laughs> That's your choice, Charlie. They're having a stare down. Well, oh, I bet now everybody's wishing that they like communicated with him better and were more respectful to him now that they find out that he's like all powerful. See, look, he's a hottie. People suddenly re- respect slash fear them. Yeah, you're right. He is a got a Ugh, real chiseled real. jaw. Mm-hmm. Kirk here. Security reports that all phaser weapons have disappeared. Uh-oh. Shall I repeat, Captain? Womp womp. No, I. Heard you. Sam is somewhere in like a big white room surrounded by phasers. <laughs> he sent them all He's to in the purgatory. <laughs> Agents have been referred to in our records as having the power to transmute objects or render substances invisible. It has generally been regarded as legend. But Charlie does seem to possess this same power. What chances are that Charlie isn't an Earth being that he's a Thasian? No, I don't think so. What? Unless they are exactly like Earthlings. The development of his fingers and toes exactly matches the present development of man's on Earth. Agreed. Huh. Well, whatever he is. Interesting. That's weird. We would identify humans against other species based toes. on their uh, fingers and toes. Spock's like, what the fuck is wrong with my fingers, huh, Bones? <laughs> we just see Spock looking at his webbed hands. Nothing happens fast enough. Probability is he's responsible for the destruction of the Antares. Which would indicate a total disregard for human life. Well, but why would he regard Let's human life together. if he hasn't learned? Yeah, exactly. Sp- yeah, if he hasn't met another human, do with this boy. Kirk's like, I should have given. How do we keep him caged up? Finally, getting some bones. Except to Earth Colony Five. Mm. Imagine what he'd do in an open, normal environment. Talk to him. Listen. To him. Yes, that's what I've been saying <laughs> from the beginning. Boy, the Thank you. Spot. We've been I saying that, battle. yeah, from moment yeah, one. Before he had superpowers, we should have been doing that. It's because that's what you boy. do. <laughs> well, from the moment he stopped, you're an authority he respects, Jim. Thanks, Agreed. Though. The struggle must remain between. I mean, he does, but like, it doesn't make sense. Uh oh. Oh no, here he is. He's okay, big, Charlie just walked smile. into the room where they're talking about him. And With yeah, he's boyfriend. got a doofy, sneaky little smile. <laughs> Stop! I don't like him like that. Don't tell him. <laughs> Why? Answer me. There was a warped baffle plate on the shield of their energy pile. I made it go away. It would have blown up anyway. So, in addition to being like all powerful, he's also like all knowing. Wanted to get rid of me. You don't now. What about us, Charlie? Yeah, this whole problem could have been solved with a little communication and some compassion. Like, it's so easy. I can't help but roll my eyes. They need more women on this ship, clearly, because there's just a bunch of dudes who don't know how to talk to each other. Now they've ended up in a situation where everyone on the ship is a hostage to a 17 year old. Mm hmm. This is what happens. Yes. 
Oh, oh my god! Zapped by her control panel. Oh, we're on the bridge. How? Who did that? I have a sneaking suspicion it was Charlie X. This is unforgivable. Everything else he's done has been valid, but hurting Ahura is not okay. But now her hair is all funny. It's all sticking up like a bird. True. Spot, you're getting any readings. Uh -oh. Charlie's on the bridge. Tiger burning bright in the forest of the night. I'm trying to set her rings around my head down a road that's Martian red. He's making the, uh, Spock it's the, it's the bit from Anchorman where he makes uh, Steve Carell just start screaming random. Or not Anchorman, I'm sorry, Bruce Almighty. Oh, right. Release the transmitter. You don't need all that subspace chatter. What's going on? Also, Charlie is suddenly like a confident alpha after spending the entire episode like sniveling and whining. He, he finally figured out what earns respect among these people, which is extreme amounts of violence. For real. What do you say? What'd you gasp at? Oh, he said Mr. Ears, and I was like, microaggression. <laughs> Mr. Ears. <laughs> That's kind of cute, actually. Yeah, we're gonna start calling it that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I came and bullied you guys again. I'll soon reach a point. Yeah, he just retreated back to the elevator like nothing happened. Oh, nope, nope, he's a man on a mission. Oh, he sees oh, Tina. Tina. He just ran by Tina. Charlie, what's wrong? No! He killed Tina! <laughs> oh. He, oh, he turned, he turned her into an iguana. An iguana. That's rude. That's not as bad as sexual stuff with the iguana, disappear. you think? Ooh, probably, but she's looking good with her little off the shoulder pink top. Yeah, but also Rand look at her wearing... cute little round arms. She's kind of chunky. She's got her hair by down. Hollywood standards. Oh, and his flower matches her outfit perfectly. Pink is your favorite, isn't it? Oh, that's why. You don't walk into a room without knocking. Okay, she is the only one in this episode that I'm standing. She's setting some limits. Well, she's used to you. being harassed, so she knows like when to put her foot down. That's true. She's she, actually she the perfect person to deal with this. Never ever does, but like, yep. You. When she doesn't want to be harassed, she says so. That's what I'm saying. She's the real she's hero. Very this rarely. Episode. Everyone else is a screw up. For real. Agreed. Like she's the MVP here. I only want to be mm -hmm. nice to you. I can give you anything. Just, just tell me. I want you to get out. Oh, just doing like the bank teller thing and pressing the uh, alarm behind her back. I can't make it any that. Yeah, she is sneaky oh, girl. Oh, never mind. It wasn't an alarm. It was just the speakerphone. So they could all hear her. Yeah, but still, it's the same effect. No means no, Charlie. Oh, they they broke through the Ooh, set. Oh, she slapped him finally. What? Wait, the perfect wait, wait, wait. slap Look sound. At this. So, so, all right. So, Kirk and, Kirk and Spock are suddenly called into the room to stop Charlie. Charlie uses his mm -hmm. psychic powers to knock them backwards into the wall. But observe this. Mm -hmm. When they hit the wall, there's a big crack left in the wall. Wait, really? Yeah, watch. Look at that. Wow, <laughs> they just busted right through it with, with Leonard Nimoy's butt. Look, it's <laughs> Leonard Nimoy's oh, fat ass. Charlie zapped, uh -oh. uh, ran out of existence. Janice. Now Even maybe we we'll never her. see her again. Yep, that's the end of Janice. I loved her. 
Clearly, you didn't love her, you nerd boy. That's typical uh, crazy person behavior. You love her so much, you have to murder her. But I still need you. Uh huh. That's like nine out of ten murders, right? The prize isn't quite like the Antares. No. (laughs) Running the Antares was easy. Have to be nice. You're being not nice, so this is unreasonable. He's he's doing uh, the the Cruciatus curse on them with his mind. That's what it looks like. They're they're being hurt. Oh, oh, but Kirk's resisting. He's standing up anyway. I think. Yep, that's why he's the goddamn captain. My legs. They're broken. You broke Spock's legs and you zapped a her? You sure? Spock, you didn't even check. Because I'm telling you to. No, I think he means broken like they're not working. And I need him. Is claiming that Charlie needs him to run the ship, but I don't think that's true. No, Charlie just said that while we were talking. What about Yoman Janice? She dead, gone, destroyed. I won't tell you. Is in the other place. And he's shambling out. Growing up isn't so much. I'm not a man, and I can do anything. <laughs> can't. That's an interesting take, Charlie boy. I think he just... We, we shouldn't have made Rebel the, with the head of cause the only movie we gave him. I like the victory. <laughs> we should have given him some other stuff. I told you to give him Air Bud. I had to freeze him. Uh, Air Bud. Aren't you coming in? Being rude to Charlie Rose isn't getting us anywhere, though. Yeah. Oh, we Duck him in a prison cell without a toilet. And it did not work. He zapped the wall away. I can't believe they thought yeah, that would work. Yeah, I don't work. know why we thought that would work. He destroyed an entire ship with, like, the blink of an eye. Like, of course he can disappear yeah. a wall and get out of a cell. Oh, and now they're, they're frozen. Kirk and Spock. No, they can't move. You'll be sorry. Oh, gotcha. I thought they were just you like, wait, you'll see. You'll be sorry you did that. Spock oh, but they are blinking. <laughs> Come on, Leonard. Just keep your eyes open for a sec. This this is neither Tina nor Yeah, but she's cute. Oh no! Oh, he He made her an old old lady lady? just to be mean. Man, he just what a jerk. I mean, Finally, just like everybody else. This has been my fantasy my whole life was to be old. I can retire. No laughing. Oh my god, what a loser. Oh, Uh-oh. now the woman is faceless. Sammy. It's your phobia. <laughs> Captain Kirk, my instruments show we're receiving a message on subspace frequency 3, ship to ship. I can't hear it, sir. Charlie, you're creating that message, Charlie, or you're blocking one that's coming in. It's my game, Captain. You have to find out. Like you said, that's how the game's played. What's his end game here? Just to like be a dick and ruin people's I'm lives? Of for Colony Five again. Yeah, I don't think he's gotten that far. Oh, he's locked course to Colony. Okay, he just told us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's going to the Earth Colony. Hmm. 
Now he's doing a little job. Carly's running down the hall. This girl who was an old lady is now young again, but she's frozen. No, I think that was a different girl. It was. I think it was intended she to be. Was, the other... I waited long enough. I'm going to take them on. No, she was brunette. The other girl Maybe was blonde. Special immunity? Uh, okay. Not anymore. Push far enough, he'd send you off to oblivion, too. Mr. Spock. Out of the question. Mr. Hughes? Miss Charlie? Oh, wait. Spock, has he done away with anybody since he took over? Not so far as we know. Maybe he can't. Doesn't kill people that mm. defy him. This is a pretty big assumption to make. If we could tax his power, turn on every device on the ship, every circuit, every light, all of it. This is a decent theory, though. Okay. If I could distract him, maybe you could tranquilize him. Except, yeah, he could just like until we reach Colony Five. Probably also set all these control panels to like not kill anybody. Get rid of us anyway. Hmm, I don't know if that would work. There's no choice, gentlemen, none at all. I can make you walk away anytime I want to. <laughs> he was easy. <laughs> He's so unhinged. Get out of my chair, Charlie, and get out of it now. Are we going to go into this ship, episode, Captain. or is it going to be a ship in a bottle? Ship in a bottle. But ship in a bottle specifically takes place entirely on the bridge, I think, right? Oh, does it? Okay, I thought the already existing no. ship sets they have. No, I think they that have is all these sets up. Right. Can't take on one yeah. thing. Well, it's funny. It's like a, a money-saving thing, but this is only the second episode, so it's like oh, we spend a lot of money really quick. But it wasn't the second one they filmed. Remember? Yeah, I think it was like the they filmed. So you ruined my joke. You away before, but I didn't. <laughs> You're gonna have to take. Me. <laughs> Sorry. Don't make me do it now. You've got my ship and I want it back. I want my crew back, whole. I have to break your neck to do it. Oh, wow. Yeah, finally, toss this boy around. Oh. And he's pushing Kirk right back. He knocked him to the Kirk, ground. Use your somersault. Sorry. Use the somersault <laughs> you showed him earlier. Kirk, somersault use your booty. Use the double double fisted hammer punch. Double fisted hammer punch. I just Captain. Working when you beat him up the No, punch him. He had his fist ready to punch him and then he pushed him away. He should have just knocked him in the face. That's what he deserved. Right, of all the behaviors Kirk has oh, taken Rand part in back. this episode. Janice returns. Yep, looking like a she looks goddess. like a Greek goddess. I was just gonna say, of all of all the things that Kirk has engaged in this episode, like the the one thing he draws the line at is punching a kid in the face. Like, yeah, for real, he has it coming. Oh, she's not wearing a bra with that goddess outfit. Like she looked down, like why He's am like, I wearing this? Even though that's what she was wearing when we last saw her. <laughs> Charlie X is like, actually, she was wearing a bra before, but I disappeared. <laughs> Don't let him take me. <laughs> I can't live with him anymore. Huh? Oh, so the aliens caught up with him. Take him back. He is not our responsibility. Yes, it's a big green floating head. Love Just that. Just appeared in the Love bridge. Oz style. You said you were my friends. You're my friends? Are you kidding me? 
You're getting what's yeah, coming to you, Charlie Boy. I don't think we did say you were our friend. We sang a song about you being our darling and you muted us, so... <laughs> So basically, this episode entirely resolved itself. Like, nothing they did made this happen. They call that a deus ex machina. That's true. I have taken my fall centuries ago. For some reason, I chose to make it a translucent old man's green floating head. With the kind of wavy... Effect. <laughs> we are saddened that his escape cost the lives of the first ships. We could not help them. But we have returned your people and your ship to you. Oh, Sam's yes. back. Thank goodness. Everything is as it was. And Tina. She can go oh, on yeah, to Tina. be in uh, any number of future episodes now. Oh, yeah. She's a Maybe even character. zero. I'll be good. I won't ever do it again. Oh, please, Charlie. It's too late for that. We want you gone. That's what they all say. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry about the Antares. Oh, yeah. Now the Antares is back. Good job. I'm That's sorry. how apologies work, buddy. When I came aboard. No, it's not back. He said he couldn't restore it. I know. I was being sarcastic. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah not fixed. Not ruining your Now we're even. I don't they're feel all just bad like for him sitting there waiting for all. these guys to zap Charlie away. They're yeah, like, they're like, bye. See you later, Charlie. Oh. Boy belongs with his own kind. Yeah, uh-huh. Oh, wait. He means humans? That's not true. Kirk, come on. Let's take his power away. They said they can't. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Is there nothing you can do? We can take his arms um. and legs. <laughs> we will take care of him. Oh, Kirk uh, so is really Kirk sad. really tried to stand up for Charlie at the end, even though Charlie did not deserve it one bit. That's why he's the hero. That's why he's the captain. I guess Charlie was a victim of being bullied and a victim of his own power. He really didn't have to be that kid, much of like, an this asshole. Be this strong. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, you know, absolute power corrupts. Absolute. Absolutely. Not that Charlie seemed like. He's like waiting for the effect to take him right now. Like, I, I stand like this. Oh. Stand like this. There we go. He really fucked up, but that was really sad. Oh, won't you stay? He vanished. Damn. For the record. He, he wow. vanished into thin air. That plea and at the, the end really got me. He, he got pulled on your heartstrings there. It's like, please, they don't love. He signaled they're leaving. He did uh, kill hundred people. Yep, absolutely. So he got what he deserved, but I feel sad anyway. Like it was nothing. Yep. Wow, look how pointy yeah, one her of those nips ones are. That doesn't end well for or is she just yeah, wearing wow. she's wearing a cone bra. She I has to. I didn't even be. notice her cone bra because I was looking at her. No, I think those are pretty nips. But, but I was no, looking I think... at the big fake crocodile piers on her face. Oh yeah, right. Like she looks so cute with that dress. Spock are lurching over her gear. Yeah, Spock is like, this is my spot. Bones helps her out. Hmm. 
I know you can't walk out of the room on your own. <laughs> you being a woman and all. Yeah, See, it's all the all the exteriors are all the digital updated ship on Netflix. They're not the uh, oh, you're the classic right, old ship. Yeah, that's a which good is point. fine. But I kind of prefer the little uh, the little crummy looking miniature versions from the sixties, right? That are just floating around. I am a fan. It goes right with those uh, the Star Wars uh, you know special edition release. No, those are way like, way worse. They're way worse, but it's the same kind of idea of us going yeah. back and fixing something that is like. Yeah, fixing in quotes, especially because, like, it doesn't look that much better. Or, like, it doesn't look better full stop. Like, models yeah, look really not, good yeah, most of the time. Not enough so that to redo it. Like, yeah, models? I love miniatures. Yeah. I'm all about it. I yeah. love those classic Godzilla movies and stuff. Right? And, like, all right, claymation. All good stuff. <laughs> we that was not an easy one to get through. Charlie X. Yeah. No, that was a drag several times there. Uh, like, towards the end, it's like, there's just several points where the plot takes too long where you're kind of like all right yeah. now obviously we have to get rid of charlie but instead of getting rid of him we end up like waiting around with him for like another 10 scenes uh-huh like, and for the most part like everyone a little more yeah and like the characters kind of split off and do their own thing but like i think pretty much all star trek episodes are just all a plot you know it's not like a plot b plot c plot kind of thing so it's just kind of like yeah whew, we're really still at this problem we haven't found a solution we're like I think, like, next-gen feels faster-paced because, like, there's multiple problems being tackled at a time. Yeah, totally. The fact that they're all, like... I, I have a big problem with, like, hostage scenes. Like, you know, so, so any mm-hmm. scene that somebody's, like, tied up and, like, can't do anything, you know, and the longer mm-hmm. a scene like that goes on, the less interesting it is because the only thing that makes a scene really interesting is that the character has choices to make. And so when you reach a point yes. where you don't have, like, choices to make, then it's like gets kind of boring. Uh-huh. And so you go from like the first That's half such of this a episode point. where the problem hasn't been established. So it's just kind of like uh-huh. Charlie walking around. It's not that interesting. And then the second half, nobody has any power against Charlie. Really, you know, we kind of try some yeah. stuff. But like, so it feels like so exhausting. You end up basically in the hostage scene. Yeah. So it's just like, okay, our characters have no mm-hmm. choice here. They just have to like give in the whims of this crazy person over and over. Like, And that's not fun so, to watch. Yeah. Anyway. That's such a good no, point. No, not really. It's just kind of like, all right. Like, yeah, you're just watching your hero, you know, be castrated. Like, it's just like, come yeah. on, let him let him save exactly. the day already. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. All right. So, shall we take it to warp speed? Warp drive, Mr. Scott. Um, what is your all right, warp well, speed for me, rating of this episode? Honestly, I feel like... We're barely above impulse power. Like, this is a warp one for me. Like, warp drive is engaged, but just barely. Mm. I'll give it a, oh, I'll give it a warp two, I guess. Um, okay. I feel like I have to, like, you know, it, it's, it's definitely not a good episode at all. Like, it's, it's not. It's just an episode, but it's, uh, but it, it doesn't, like, actively, you know, like, like I still, you know, watch it. Like it's not like I'm like, oh, like I'm actively upset by this, you know, which is I feel like I have to be like mm-hmm. offended by an episode to give it a one. And granted, there was plenty of offensive stuff in this episode, but not in like the Yes. Not in the sort of way that would make me like turn it off, you know, which is like I feel like uh-huh. what I'd have to do to give it below a warp one. <laughs> like So Okay. I'll give it a two. There was still a kid with superpowers. There was still a plot through the whole thing. Like it was still but an it was episode bad. at the end of the day. It was about as bad as an episode can be, but uh, but not quite. That's, it could, well, be, it could have no. been worse. It could it have been, been worse. worse. 
Yeah. It, it's about as bad as a functioning episode could be, is, is what I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Totally. So, yep, I'll go with the warp two. You want the warp one? Mm-hmm. Yep. So. All right. Yeah, I think that's definitely uh, not a I winner. Think that's <laughs> supposed to be. No. <laughs> no, it is not. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know what? Even though Charlie is really irritating, I guess mm-hmm. I'll give the performer credit. He does a good job. Oh, like, it's a great performance. Well which is partially why yes. he's so annoying. Like, yes, because he's supposed to be annoying. Yeah, so it's like at, at least that, like everything's intentional, I guess, about it. Like, yes, it's just I think the writing know, like, Kirk is not is great. And offering advice at first, yeah, like I guess I guess the writing, slow. specifically the plot, yeah, the writing of the the pacing is not great. I guess because yeah, the writing is not bad. You're right. A B plot is exactly what it needs. You're right. Like if we had a second mm-hmm. thing going on in this episode, that would almost take care. Would have been so much better. Yeah. And then also that our a lot of our heroes take the back seat. Like it, it really is. Mm-hmm. I think more than anything, an episode about like probably Charlie. I think is probably the most important character in the episode. He's you Definitely. can make a case that he's the protagonist. And as I kept saying, uh, Janice is also like so. It's like really about them more than anybody. And then Kirk, but it's like you know Spock and Bones, which kind of there. Ahura sings that wonderful yeah. song, which is probably the best uh, part of the whole episode. Definitely, fact, that I'd was say, the yeah, highlight. I think easily that was the best part. Yeah. So, no, the best part episode. was actually Spock's little smile in response to the song. This wow, that was so cute. <laughs> Pretty adorbs. All right, <laughs> should we get to our favorite segment here? Oh, yeah. Mary, kill Hanfire! All right, Alex. Come on down. We have our three contestants tonight, and this we're going to decide Mary who you're Hanfar. marrying. Oh, sorry. sorry. I Tell think us. we have like. Ex- explain the. We have a major lag. It's crazy. Major lag. Like four I, seconds later. Figure... So. Yeah. And hopefully, it doesn't cause like the listeners to be <laughs> distressed. <laughs> anyway, tell Anyways. us. Tell us what we do in this segment. I think you are. I, I thought I was killing it, and then you interrupted me, and it wasn't. Yeah. You, okay. On my end, you stopped. I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta explain. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. 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 Good go. She's God, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> So we've got uh, three contestants down here. They're looking good, and uh, it's up to Alex to decide who he wants to marry, who he wants to kill, and who he wants to engage in a uh, ritual bonfire with. So, Alex, are you ready for your choices? I'm got ready. Yaoman Rand, the of main course, character. Of course, she's, she's of the episode. always in there. Yeah. Of course. Yep. As long as she's around, until they write her off, she'll be there. Uh, second choice is Captain Kirk. Because he's the captain. <laughs> Alright, this is an interesting and mix. third choice is obviously going to be Charlie X. Oh, God. Alright, well, obviously I kill Charlie. That's a knee-jerk <laughs> reaction right there. But uh-huh, no hesitation okay, okay. there. Uh, I'm going to marry Yaman Rand, and I, I guess I'll pawn far with Kirk, but I... But, you know, I... As, as we pointed out, Shatner's lived long enough for me to know that he does not age well. <laughs> he, just, he just gets another Shatner face stuck over his face every few years. Uh, sewed on top of his face. But like, by then uh, you'll be old too, so it's okay. Right. Um, yeah, so it works perfectly. Ironically, he almost looks like the Mike Myers mask now. He literally <laughs> does. It's true. Um, I think um, I'm doing... I'm also going to kill Charlie X, but I think that I would marry Captain Kirk and Ponfar with Rand. Nice. Okay. 
All right. So, all right. Yep. All right. Let me give you a uh, an alternative, an alternate one. Okay. Uh, the the question everybody's dying to know anyway. If I give mm-hmm. you the three, our three boys, Kirk, Spock, and Bo. Oh no! I was it, intentionally it had to come not. to this, obviously. So I'm getting right to it. <laughs> Right to it at the beginning here. Hang on, we're almost done. Wait, Spencer, you can come in and just chill. Okay, sorry. My girlfriend just this runs is such into a my room at thing any for her time. Over here. <laughs> She's going to have to hear oh, you. Oh, now I'm so embarrassed. That's so funny. <laughs> I hate that. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Just come in. It's fine. Give me two seconds. I'm so sorry. I have to cut out the nonsense. She has to marry Kill Ponfar. Okay, okay. Um,. So I'm deciding Mary kill Ponfar with the three main dudes. Okay. Well, That's obviously right. oh, I'm Sammy's, For the record, Sammy's girlfriend just walked in and is overhearing this, this <laughs> embarrassing uh, rating. Deeply embarrassing. Okay, I'm marrying okay, Spock, so obviously. Spock. Okay, no um, question. I think Kirk would be best in the sack, so we're going to Ponfar. And then I'm going to have to kill oh, McCoy, no. which I feel bad about. But like, I don't want to kill any of them. It's a hard choice. That's all right. I, I support that decision. You know what's funny is last week we did this and I had to pick and I chose I chose to marry McCoy based on I was like, well, he is a doctor, <laughs> which like the only reason you marry a doctor is because they provide you income, but there's no money in Star Trek worlds you've established. <laughs> so it's just like I'm just so That's caught so up in the stupid. modern. Uh, I'm just like doctors are always someone good to marry, right? It's like, That's just <laughs> wow. Well, capitalism. I, I guess at least you can always brain. apply. No kidding. I guess you can at least always apply wow. medical uh, aid to me. <laughs> That's true. Okay, what about you for that one? Oh, no. I, I hadn't considered I was also going to have to answer it. Mm-hmm. Um, Hard choice. I think I'd also marry uh, Spock. Everybody wants uh, to marry Spock. <laughs> he's a good-looking guy. and I'll, He is. He aged I think well. I'll pond far with Bones. Because okay. he kind of already looks ancient and so like i know he's not gonna really age badly and i use i've seen him old he looks the same. you're so weirdly like, concerned with how these people are gonna look like when they're old <laughs> well for pond far because it's only gonna be every seven it's years it's a long-term whatever, right? commitment so it's like yeah yeah so it's like i'm gonna get them right now and then the next time i see them they're gonna have age seven years and the next time i see Damn. them they're age 14 years so if it's like if i know it's the whole like element shatner or kirk anyway but you know i'm assuming kirk is going to age the same way shatner uh-huh. did being the same human after all um that like so it's like i don't want to see i don't want to you know hook up with shatner when he's 50 or 60 like forget mm-hmm. about it like but and, bones and is also starting also out a lot older actually so i guess there'd just be fewer rendezvous because he's just not gonna live as long so there you go no he lives quite a while because he's in uh, the first episode of next generation he's 114 oh you're right and he's so not I, I know good. i've also made a good uh long-term <laughs> investment like You're right. And then Spock also is a wow. Vulcan, so they got a lifespan of like however many hundred years. Mm-hmm. Long time. Spock dies and he comes back and then he doesn't have a, a canonical death again, does he? Like he's still alive in Star Trek world, basically. Um, not in the original timeline, but in the new timeline, he dies in Star Trek Beyond. Because it's when Leonard Nimoy, really? yeah, because it's when Leonard Nimoy also died, and so Zachary oh, Quinto Spock gotcha. gets but, but the then news, there's a new and he has an existential crisis. That's right. Yeah, yeah I, correct. All right, so a version of Spock dies at that age. 
Okay. Yes, that's right. Do we know what kills him and has has killed him in Beyond? I think I don't think they say. It's probably just like age, because he's yeah, a time traveler. Because we, we don't really know. Do we know what the lifespan of a Vulcan is? We know they live several hundred years. Um, I do not know. That's something you can look up. Well, maybe I can research. include it in next week's episode. I'm gonna guess mm, two hundred years. I think they live longer than that. I think they live. Because how old is Sarek? He's got to be like coming on 300 in Next Generation, right? Mm, you're right. You're right. And he looks exactly the Maybe same. Not. I guess he could potentially be. Is, and actually, his, his age, his, that disease where his mind starts going mm-hmm. is a reaction to his old age, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, he does die. Sarek does die of age, in fact. So mm-hmm. I guess if we calculate his age, we could figure out a Vulcan lifespan. Yeah, exactly. We'll have all this and more for you next week. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> all right i think that about wraps us up here you got any uh closing thoughts for us what what did we I, learn we learned that uh the hostage situation is not fun to watch we did we learned uh there are some things that you can do we with learned women. that uh <laughs> and that's all <laughs> and that's it I'm sticking with, I think the lesson is that there are so many problems that could be nipped in the bud with compassion and communication. That literally right. would have solved it's, the whole it's, thing. It's like a parable about like, if we, if we treat our children right, they will grow up as good people. And if we treat them poorly, then they're going to murder They'll all of us. they terrorize us. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yep. There you go. So, there's a lesson. All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in this week. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to sign off by giving you a live long and prosper. <laughs>